welcome to Mind Witchery. I'm your host, Natalie Miller, and I'm so glad you're here. Beep, beep. <laughs> I don't know where the impulse to beep at you came from, but um, I guess maybe that is part of the energy of the full moon in in Sagittarius. <laughs> Hello, my friend. Welcome to Mind Witchery. And it is time to talk about the full moon in Sagittarius for this current lunar cycle. So as I like to tell you, one of my favorite things about paying attention to the moon is that it helps us to see time as cyclical instead of linear, right? It helps us to see how time loops around, how our experience moves in cycles rather than just in a never-ending straight line. And this lunation in particular, this full moon in Sagittarius, is inviting us to culminate a growth cycle. It's sort of fitting that it's it's happening in graduation season in so many places on our planet, right? We're we've 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 completed a course <laughs> in something in our lives and it's time to appreciate how far we've come. So, why am I saying this? It's because this lunation, this full moon is happening at the same place that there was a big eclipse in December 2020. So December 14th, 2020 was the eclipse. You may have experienced the, the effect of that eclipse anytime in late November through early January, but just take a moment to think back what started to change at that time, late 2020, early 2021? What began to shift and to change for you? I really want to give you a moment. What was, what was happening then? It was an eclipse time, and in eclipse times, we're called to notice, whoa, things are not as I thought they were. Eclipse times are interruptions. So what was the interruption or the wake-up call or the revelation that you experienced, the truth that was told to you? in late November, December, early January 2021. So the end of 2020, very beginning of 2021. I know for me, it was such a tumultuous time. And I mean, for the planet, right? This is the vaccines are just beginning to come out in that moment. In the United States, Donald Trump was finishing his term in office. It was, 
I apologize. I am sorry to invite you back into that moment. Um, but sorry, not sorry, because something did shift at that time. And so now that we are having the full moon at that same place where that eclipse happened, the full moon is illuminating fully how far we've come. Okay, so as always, you can find the questions that I'm going to ask. You can find them in the book that Leslie Tagorda and I co-wrote. It's called New and Full Moon Rituals for Entrepreneurs and Changemakers. It's on the Amazon. We'll have a link to it in the show notes. And of course, I will share questions with you here too. So the lunation is happening in Sagittarius, and Sagittarius is a Jupiter-ruled, super expansive, growth-oriented sign. Sagittarius is about expanding perspective, expanding experience. It is mutable fire, so it loves to it loves to spread. It loves to consume. It's where my own personal midheaven is, which is like, that's what I'm here for, is this kind of expansive growth and teaching and learning, journeying, yeah? So with this full moon that is asking us to, to really see the growth, the expansion that happened over the eclipse cycle will begin by asking you, when you look back to December 14th, 2020, who were you then? Where were you then? And importantly, how have you grown? It's a moment of appreciation kind of builds perfectly on last week's spell, the spell for boosting enoughness. How have you grown? Now, this moon is in a square with Neptune in Pisces. And Neptune in Pisces is um, it's going to blur the edges a little bit. So Neptune sort of, it, it's like pastels, it's like watercolor, it, it blurs a little bit. So you might feel into this question even more than thinking into it. Meaning, as you remember back to December 2020, how did it feel to be you? How did you feel in the world, wherever in your life your attention was most kind of called, maybe it was to relationship, maybe it was to health, maybe it was to work, how did you feel there in the place that you were getting your revelations? And how do you feel now? How has the vibe changed? How has your energy shifted? Okay, 
let's get to the sharper edge of this moon. <laughs> um, if, if Neptune in Pisces is like watercolor and pastel, Mars in Aries is a sharpie. <laughs> it is marking with abandon. And Mars in Aries is conjoining Chiron in Aries, Chiron, the, the wounded healer. And Aries is a very action-oriented sign. Mars in Aries is, wants to take explosive action. Chiron in Aries, Chiron's been here for a while now. Chiron in Aries is, um, it's ouchy. <laughs> it's ouchy. Aries is cardinal fire. It is intense. Yeah. But we can use Mars conjoining Chiron to dramatically shift our relationship to that ouchy place, right? So here are the questions that will help you do that. One is, what is the fear that prompts you to overdo Overgive, overshare. What is the fear there? What's the doubt? What's the worry underneath? You're overdoing, you're overgiving, you're oversharing. And then, of course, what could you believe instead? Similar question, slightly different angle. What is the doubt that makes you underestimate, underappreciate, undervalue yourself? And what could you believe instead? Again, that eclipse cycle in 2020 and 2021, it shook something up. And you grew a lot. And this is just the moment to really bring that full circle. To notice the place where the circle is incomplete. Maybe the place where, where you're not giving yourself credit. The place where you are still in overdoing and under valuing yourself. And there's an invitation here to cut that tendency out, right? Mars, Mars is a knife. Mars is, can cut it out. So take advantage of this moment. Also in this lunation, we have Saturn. Saturn is trining the sun that's a supportive relationship, and that's a, that's a relationship that we could say is supportive of boundaries, is supportive of enough is enough. Saturn is also sextile the moon, right? Again, a supportive relationship. Generally, not as thoroughly supportive as a trine, but still supportive. So. The question that emerges from that relationship is, 
Where are you ready to create more self-honoring boundaries? Given the growth that you've had and the, the last bit of growth that you've got left to do, where are you ready to create more self-honoring boundaries? Now is a moment where you perhaps can see that or even feel it. Again, remember, Neptune, Neptune is a big part of the picture here. And so where are things feeling imbalanced? Where are you feeling a leakiness or a squishiness that is unpleasant? Again, is it in your work? Is it in your health? Is it in your relationships? Where do you have the sense, the felt sense that you would like a stronger container? And then, of course, what does that look like? How could you do that? Okay. We have, thankfully, happily, <laughs> we have Venus in Taurus for this lunation. That adds a gentleness, which is much needed because there's a lot of fire in this particular moon. Well, that's a nice earth energy that helps us to ground the fire. And, you know, fire is transformative always. That's what fire does. It transforms. And, you know, when I used to teach yoga and I used to teach the Ayurvedic elements, I would talk about fire as giving both light and heat. Yeah. When you light a match in a dark room, it illuminates. And also, of course, it's very hot. So in this moment, Venus in Taurus and also Neptune in Pisces will help us, I think, experience the illumination that fire has to offer and perhaps temper a little bit the heat that fire has to offer. And, you know, heat's, heat's not bad, but um, I don't know about you. It's been a very intense, hot, uncomfortable two and a half years. So getting to experience more of the light feels welcome to me. So one way to do that, to experience more of the light that's available right now, is to think from an energetic or a spiritual perspective. So whatever that is for you, if for you it is gods and goddesses, if it is for you just a, a sense of the divine, for me it is a, a sense of wonder. It's like the cosmic perspective when I really expand my mind to think about how we are on a watery ball of rock that revolves around a star. 
that's kind of how I access that spirit perspective. The question is, where do you feel most connected with spirit? How do you connect? Is it through nature, prayer, poetry, in the water, on a hike at the beach, having an orgasm, snuggling a pet or a child or a beloved, watching the sun rise or set, right? Like, where do you feel most connected with spirit or with that expansive, most expansive sense of this life? And then how can you integrate experiences of that connection more fully into your everyday life? So for me, I'll just share, traveling, oh, traveling helps me to remember what a miracle this whole life is, how big the world is. It helps me to expand my perspective. And so the question for me is, how do you integrate that, Natalie, into, into your everyday life? Now, a trip might not be an everyday thing for me, but how frequent could it be? And how can I get vacation vibes or journey trip vibes in the everyday? I will tell you, I'm having it this morning as I've woken up before sunrise. And I took a moment to watch the sky shift from kind of a a lavender pink to a more and more peachy yellow color. So beautiful. So where can you integrate those experiences and that perspective more? How can you access that more? I think that's a great question for any Sagittarius season or lunation, and it's an especially good question for this lunation. All right, my friends, we are going round and round in this life, and in this moment, we are coming full circle. So how do we appreciate fully where we've been? And then what are the shifts, the boundaries, the spiritual connection, the self-appreciation that we would love to bring into our next cycle? That really is what this full moon is all about. If you want some ideas for creating a full moon ritual, if you want questions for the new moon that is coming in just two weeks, again, we go round and round, definitely grab a copy of our book. And in the meantime, I hope you will 
be so kind and generous with yourself. This is an intense time on planet Earth. Like I said, lots of heat from the fire. And so wherever you can access the light, that will help you to shine the light of fire also. And that helps you, that helps me, that helps all of us. Thank you so much for listening. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mind Witchery. To catch all the magic I'm offering, please subscribe to the show. Or if you want a little bit of weekly witchiness in your inbox, sign up for my Sunday letter at mindwitchery.com. If today's episode made you think of a friend or loved one, your sister, your neighbor, please tell them about it. We need more magic makers in this troubled world. Like all good things, this podcast is co-created by stellar people. Our music is by fabulous DJ, artist, and producer, Shami D. Our gorgeous art is by the Sorcerers at New Moon Creative. Mind Witchery is produced in conjunction with Particulate Media, K.O. Myers, executive producer. And I am Natalie Miller. Till next time.